What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys here. It is Thursday, March 14th. It is the first recorded episode of the new league year. So happy new league year, everyone. We have made it. It is officially 2019 in terms of the NFL. So now all these trades and contracts, all this stuff that's been reported over the last couple days can now become official. Like, for example, I, I just saw, actually, as I just started recording this, Nick Foles has officially officially signed his contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars, so that is locked and loaded. So these, so these teams can officially start making these deals. Uh, we're seeing all the trades, like the Steelers officially announced the Antonio Brown trade, and the Browns and the Giants trades were officially or made officially official. I guess we'll put it. So uh, it's nice to see we could stop talking about uh, reported deals and you know, quote-unquote agreements, and now we can see official stuff. Uh, And speaking of free agency, there's actually another free agency move now that we can talk about here on today's show that happened yesterday uh, after we got done recording. Uh, You know, yesterday we talked about the Matt Paradis deal for three years. Well, a little later in the day, it was reported that the Panthers are bringing back Daryl Williams on a reported one-year deal worth $7 million. Uh, according to, uh, that's according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, what a one-year $7 million, basically prove-it deal. Uh, we kind of talked about that possibility with Darrell Williams, the possibility of being a one-year deal, li- likely wherever he was going to sign, was going to be a one-year deal because of the injury, you know, coming off essentially two injuries from from 2018. But it's nice. It is nice to get Darrell Williams back. We we obviously know how well Williams played in 2017, being I believe the third the third ranked offensive tackle by pro football focus that year. Obviously once he went down with injury along with Matt Khalil, it made things pretty difficult on the offensive line. You know, we obviously saw Taylor Moten fit in very nicely at, uh, at right tackle, but then it was kind of a, well, early we saw Chris Clark play well, but then things really start to go down here between him and then Marshall Newhouse a little bit. And you know, towards the end of the line, that left tackle position got uh, it, it struggled a bit. There, there's no doubt it struggled. So having Darrell Williams back at least gives a little bit of insurance. Uh, you know, maybe Taylor Moten becomes that insurance. You know, the question now is. How do you arrange this offensive line now? You know Matt Khalil's coming back, and I'm sure he's going to get plugged back in at left tackle. Though it wouldn't surprise me, and it would probably be more beneficial if, say, Taylor Moten shifts over to left tackle 
And then maybe Darrell Williams goes back to a spot at right tackle. I mean, you, you don't necessarily have to put Matt Khalil there. Just put him right back at left tackle, even with that contract. This I, I still believe this will be the last year, no matter what, for Khalil in Carolina. You've got to get out of that contract at some point. We talked about how they could either save about $7 million this year if they make him a post-June 1st cut or wait till next year and still save about $6 million. you got to start looking ahead to the future, and that future is obviously Taylor Moten, whether that's at left tackle or at right tackle. I, I still believe he can play very well at left tackle. He showed in the one game he could play well at left tackle, and obviously he was very dominant at right tackle. Really wouldn't be much more of a difference to shift him over to left tackle. You know, it would just be obviously a little bit more pressure because it's Cam Newton's blind side. But, you know, we're we're in a in an NFL world now where right tackles have almost as much responsibility, both in the run game and the pass game, as a left tackle. And it's really not that difficult to shift someone back from the right to the left, especially if he's had experience at the left tackle. So Taylor Moten to me definitely can serve well at the right tackle position or at the left tackle position, excuse me. And I think you can plug Darrell Williams back in at the right tackle, provided he's healthy. Uh, I still think you're probably looking at tackle at some point in the draft. Does this preclude them from grabbing one at 16? Maybe not. You know, if, if there's a tackle they really like there at 16, it wouldn't su- surprise me if they grab him. Though I think the chances now of going maybe defensive end, especially if uh, a couple of the guys are still there on the board, like someone like Cleland Farrell, someone like Montez Sweat, if they're still on the board there at 16, you would think now that those are probably going to be the more likely selections rather than possibly an offensive tackle. You know, you you could probably get somebody like it, it. It's entirely possible that Greg Little is going to be there at number forty-seven. Uh, there, there's a lot, a lot of people I've talked. You know, there's a lot of opinions I trust, and there's some that feel. His combine performance was not the greatest, and maybe round one would be a little too rich for him. You know, maybe especially for someone like the Panthers, maybe he could be there uh, at round two. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what tackles are there. You know, it it'll 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 be quite the dilemma if, say, the Panthers are in a position where say Jonah Williams is still on the board or maybe maybe even someone like Cody Ford or Andre Dillard and you combine them with guys like Pharrell and Sweat like we mentioned earlier. Um, like I like I said, there there's a there's a couple ways now that I think they can go. I think they've definitely made themselves a little more flexible. Again, I think interior line is certainly or at least the center position is certainly off the board. You know, I don't think now they're gonna go after Garrett Bradbury with that first pick now that they've got Paradis in tow. Uh, you know, Co- Cody Ford's an intriguing prospect. He's, he's someone they can plug in at guard. 
Uh, and I think they still have to figure out at least the the left guard and, again, the left tackle position, though I think you, they can easily solve that by moving Taylor Moten to left tackle, and if they feel comfortable with Darrell Williams at right tackle, plug him in there. I mean, you know, again, it's only one year, uh, and it's only $7 million. Now, you know, I'm saying, and, and this is the difference between guys like Darrell Williams versus someone like Bobby Hart. Bobby Hart just signed a three-year contract with the Bengals averaging $7 million per, and Darrell Williams just signed a one-year deal worth $7 million. But the talent of Darrell Williams easily exceeds that of Bobby Hart. And it's one reason why sites like ESPN were coming out and saying Darrell Williams should be a target for the Bengals in free agency, but instead they go and sign Bobby Hart to that contract, and I'm still kind of baffled by it. But this is essentially just a one-year gamble for Darrell Williams, and it's it's definitely a calculated risk. You know, it's for for someone as talented as Williams, it's not really a lot of money, and. Provided he stays healthy, again, we know how good Darrell Williams has been and can be. So if he can stay healthy, uh, that that works out great this year for the Panthers. And then he can get a long-term deal, whether that's in Carolina or whether that's somewhere else. But I, I think this is a solid risk. And I don't really think there's that much risk involved. I would just, like, like I said, I think it's more of a calculated risk giving this kind of deal to Darrell Williams. But you definitely have to be excited for Darrell Williams to be back. It definitely uh, helps clear up the offensive line questions that this team had going into the season. You know, obviously there wasn't a lot of depth at the offensive tackle because we didn't know Darrell Williams was coming back. But now he is, so at least you have him, you have Moten, and then, you know, yeah, you still have to figure Matt Khalil into the mix. But like I said before, despite his contract, I don't think you necessarily have to just plug him right back in at left tackle. Taylor Moten proved he can play the game and he proved that he should be on the field uh, for just about, for just about the entire game. He, he showed he can play just about all the snaps. So, you know, who do you leave out? Who sits on the bench, Khalil or Darrell Williams? And if it were up to me, I would put Darrell Williams back back in there, let him see how he feels, and let Matt Khalil ride the bench. Because clearly, Matt Khalil has been struggling. We've seen it numerous times. You know, we, we really don't have to get into it because it's it's been clear as day. You know, I... It, it's it's a t- you know it's it's an interesting dilemma for sure, but like I said, it, it, it's a pretty easy decision for me to put Matt Cleal on the bench and then roll as of right now. Moten at left, left tackle, Van Roten left guard, Paradis at center, Trey Turner right guard, Dare Williams at right tackle. I think that'd be a solid offensive line, and you know definitely a bit better than what they had last year. Uh, but again, it's 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 exciting to see Dar Williams back in the mix. Uh, 
Uh, it was obviously very unfortunate to see him go down with the injury that he did. Uh, at least he gets a prove it deal. And we've seen numerous times, you know, look at Pierre Desir with the Colts. He was on a prove it deal and now he just went out and got paid. So this is a, this is almost like a second chance for Daryl Williams at a contract year. Cause he basically lost last year with those injuries in what, was supposed to be a contract year, but now he gets a second chance of that. He has a chance to prove that he can stay healthy and he is still a top tier tackle and he is worthy of solid offensive tackle money. So Darrell Williams back with the Panthers one year, $7 million as, as the Panthers just kind of rework to, uh, to get themselves in the offensive line market. And again, it, it certainly doesn't stop them from going after someone early, early in the draft, you know, maybe not at the center position, but uh, guard is possible. Tackle is possible. So there, there's a couple ways now that the Panthers can go about this. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, see now what they do uh, as far as cap space goes, you know, you have to think now how much, how much more of a factor the Panthers are going to be in, you know, the, the first wave of free agency is pretty much done. I think because a lot of the, the top tier guys are now off the market. I think you could argue the last remaining top tier guy on the free agent market was Earl Thomas. But it was reported yesterday that he is going to sign with the Baltimore Ravens. So now I think in a way, uh, free agency will probably quiet down a little bit. And then you'll be ready essentially for uh, year two, or not year two, wave two of free agency. Uh, looking at uh, over the cap right now for the Panthers, they are... They did have them $12 million, $12 million of cap space, but this does not include Daryl Williams' contract. So actually, we can go ahead and go on the calculator, and let's go to Daryl Williams, and let us give him the... One year deal for we'll just put the base base salary of seven million dollars. So we'll add that in. And then Taylor Heineke, they haven't put him in yet as well. Let's give him a one year deal. Uh, we don't know the numbers of of Taylor Heineke right now. Let's just go ahead and say I don't know. Say three million dollars, just out of curiosity's sake. Doesn't leave them with a lot of cap room right now. Um, that only leaves them with about three million and change. So say about three or four million dollars once you factor in Taylor Heineke's contract and Darrell Williams' contract. So probably still needs still some moves that need to be made. Uh, you know, and that's, that's something we can dig into at some point, maybe look at contracts that can be extended or played around with 
to free up some cap space. But uh, this is another reason why the Panthers have been kind of quiet in this free agency period. Again, you know, they've re-upped two of their own guys, which is which has been helpful. They brought back Eric Reed and now they've brought back Dell Williams. But again, they really didn't have a lot of cap space. Uh, you know, they exercised the option on Torrey Smith. I know that wasn't a very popular move with a lot of the fans, especially considering it's $5 million. I know a lot of people out there wishing they could have used that $5 million elsewhere, but you know, the, the fact of the matter is they like his veteran presence. They like what he does in the community. Uh, but keep in mind that that $5 million still isn't guaranteed until week one of the regular season. So there's there's still time if they want to move some money around. Uh, but for now, doesn't look like the Panthers have a ton of cap space, so expect them to be still pretty quiet uh, probably over the next couple weeks. You know, maybe pluck some cheap free agents here and there, but uh, their, their biggest moves coming up in the offseason may be via the draft. Uh, so I think that'll, I think we'll wrap it up there. Obviously not too much to get into. That was kind of the, the big news from when we last talked was Darrell Williams. Uh, so we'll, we'll end it there. Uh, come back tomorrow, you know, maybe talk about a little more news and then, um, you know, and, and like I said, maybe that's something we can dig into is, uh, I mean, we, we talked about the salary cap, but maybe we can dig more as far as possibly finding some more salary cap space. And seeing how the Panthers can maybe uh, extend some of the de- some of these deals because uh, they've they've obviously got to get some room too just to sign their cap or their draft picks. You need a few million there as well, so uh, that that could be an exercise we do. And then of course Monday will be another mock draft Monday, and it'll be full speed ahead. We'll be we're starting to count down to the draft. We've only got about what, five, five, six weeks to go. It is coming fast and furious. So lot to, lot to get to and a lot of fun to be had here on the locked on Panthers podcast. But as always really appreciate the support. Uh, truly means a lot. Of course, follow me on Twitter at bill underscore Setti R I C C E T T E. And remember if you have a smart speaker in your car to go ahead and use that smart speaker to, pe- to, play whatever podcast you want to play. So until next time, thanks so much for tuning in. Take care, my friends, and we will see you next time right here on LOP.